Hello, this is Bill Summers. Hi, this is Mike Clark. Hi, this is Ingrid Lucia. Yeah, you're right. This is Dr. John. I'm Mulgrew Miller. This is Idris Mohammed. This is Bobby Rush. Hi, this is Harry Shearer. You're joining me and so many other discerning listeners. You are listening to the WWOZ Interview Podcast. We've got a couple of special guests in the studio right here. Very excited to welcome into the studio uh, Trisha Butte and Paul Lonstra. Say hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it is that time of year again when Trisha makes her annual trek back to her <laughs> ancestral homeland here in New Orleans. And uh, welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be home. And you've been back for just a couple of days? Yes. Jet lag is still upon me. Yeah. Well, hopefully uh, you'll get back into your natural environment here and you'll get readjusted. And you've got your uh, partner in crime here, Mr. Paul Lonsters. How are you today? Everything is lovely. Um, it is a beautiful day for festival music. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And so um, why don't you tell me what you all have been up to? I know you've got... Uh, a CD in the works, right? Or is it about to be released? Or yes. has it been released? It'll be released tomorrow at oh. our French Quarter Festival set. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Um, where did you record the CD? Uh, at the Music Shed. Which is where? Here, in New oh, Orleans. Here. Yeah. Okay. We recorded it um, over the past year and a half. Yeah. yeah. With Chris Finney. Yeah, with Chris Finney. And it's, it's, it's difficult, you know, to record when you're not in the same place. As the musicians that you're working with. I would imagine. I mean, I yeah. know they do that stuff, like with file sharing and digital stuff and all that, but it just can't be the same it's, as... Yeah, it can be difficult. So, you know, it's like, you know, we come, I come back in town and we do some stuff, then I leave and Paul comes over to Norway, we do some stuff, and then I come back and we do some stuff. So sometimes it takes a moment for, That's right. for our things to But most of this stuff we recorded while she was basically on a layover from one trip to the next, and we literally had two or three days. Yeah. And she was sick, <laughs> and it was rough. It was a it was really rough. rough session, and it was set up. It was a band that we worked with at, at a festival in Brazil, and mm. the summer before we had done these concerts. And the after the concerts, they lined up down both aisles for to buy our CDs and to have TD autograph them. She sat there like a champ after <laughs> she just she knocked did. out this room full of people. <laughs> she sits there with her shoes off and signs CDs until they're all gone. Mm -hmm. So we had literally three days to try to create this. Uh, uh, Something that we could sell then on the next very next tour, right? Which unfortunately <laughs> never happened. Well, yeah. it hasn't happened yet. We'll put it that way. How's that? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, okay, that. that's got a lot of hope to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hopeful. <laughs> so, uh, for those of uh, your fans, uh, a lot of people know that you guys have known each other for a really long time, and it's that it, you've known each other for so long, and you've been performing together for so long that it's kind of like peanut butter and jelly and. Ham on rye. Yes. Or as you told me, My Mama Glow. Mutton Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um. okay. So it's hard to think of one without the other, but there had to be a time when before you guys really knew each other. So do you remember the first time you played together? Oh, yeah. It was at the, what is now the Blue Nile. Yeah. It, it, I think it was one of those short stints where it was called the Dream Palace again. Mm -hmm. You know, it was it was Cafe Istanbul, and then it was the Dream Palace, and then, and then it, it was Istanbul again, mm -hmm. and then Blue Nile. Right. Well, this was during the stint 20 years ago when it was dream palace for a moment and he was playing with george the french. great george french yes. yeah he yes, was playing indeed. he was playing with george french and and i sang it was just like maybe two songs yeah and he was i told he was a scared looking uh 
Student, you know, Look, man, I was on this gig. This was Orleans, like all dude. these New Orleans powerhouse singers, and George was just like, just come to make the gig, cousin. Well, let and me so ask you this. How thing. did you get to know George French? How did you come to play with George? Oh, I think, uh, you know, very early in my career, Devel Crawford and David Torkinowski realized that they could call me at the last second, <laughs> and I would take any gig. <laughs> I would take any gig. And so I was sort of, you know, I started going to check out George a lot, mm-hmm. going to check out Mr. Bob French a lot. Mm-hmm. And Torque would call me, and sometimes occasionally DeVell would cut up and leave the stage, and they'd have to call me in. <laughs> thank you, DeVell. You and Torque made my career. <laughs> yeah, I'll thank them as well. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and so at some point, Bob hired me. Uh, I was working at the Meridian Hotel, now mm-hmm. the JW Marriott. Bob hired me to work five nights a week. Uh, at the Storyville. Storyville. Wow. Now I was in Storyville, yes. and we were doing five nights a week there. Was, um, so I showed up on day one, and it's Trisha Boutte is the singer. And I've worked with her once on that George gig. And obviously Bob was the band leader and playing drums. Irvin Charles oh, was on God bass. Oh, Irvin Charles. And playing bass. And we had uh, the front line was Leon Brown, now Kid Chocolate. Yep. Named on that gig. Yep. He, <laughs> he got that name on that gig. I remember. Yeah. And Bob Steve made Walker. Too. And Steve Walker. Yeah, on trombone, on right? On trombone. Steve that Walker. was a hot little And band. they were really, they were just Young babies. teenagers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mostly UNO students, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. As you were as well. I was also. I'm a little older, but I was the same year students. Right. So you studied under Mr. Batiste and, oh, yes. and Ellis. Oh, made the and... trip in the UNO jazz band with Harold Batiste to Innsbruck, Austria. Wow. Was in the band with great musicians, including Derek Doge, who's oh, just yeah. amazing. So here we are 20 years later. Wait a minute. Yes. <laughs> oh, and we shot forward. <laughs> right. Well, honestly, though, yeah. I mean, so much has happened since then. And, of course, we want to play some music, right? Yeah. So 20 years later, or give, give or take some change, mm-hmm. now you've got this new CD about to come out. Yep. You said it's coming out tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. And what is the CD called? Oh, New Orleans, Here I Come. Oh, I like the sound of that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Paul, uh, Paul and his sister Kimberly. Yes. Um, we're, the three of us together are called the Three Little Piggies. Oh. Yes, that's okay. the name of our, our productions, Three Little Piggies. His mom <laughs> actually gave us that name. Okay. Yeah, she said that Kimberly is the little piggy that made the house of straw. Paul is the one who made the house of wood, and I was the one who made the house of bricks. Okay. Of stones. And she said Kimberly, of course, made the house that was easily blown down by the wolf, and Paul thought wood is strong and got, got blown down by the wolf, and then they came and hung out with me. Who built the house of stone? Crib. Yeah, I don't know how <laughs> how she got to that point. My mama said that. Yeah, she's Aww. the one who gave us the three little piggies. Oh, I didn't know that. And it stuck. That. And and Paul and Kimberly find me entertaining for some reason. And and my complaints about when you know we had a really bad winter in Norway. I know people think all winters are bad in Norway, but they're not. Mm, okay. But we had an I'll especially take more miserable. Than your word for it. <laughs> yeah, we had one especially miserable winter, and I was on Facebook and sending messages to them complaining and whining about it. Oh, I can't wait to come home because I'm freezing and I'm going to die. I had to shovel snow. Yeah. <laughs> and I was complaining, so him and Kim took... All of the complaints and me singing the, oh, Lord, I traveled so hard, that whole Mm -hmm. song. And they put that together and made a song out of it called, Oh, New Orleans, Here I Come. All right. I like it. And it's awesome. 
All right. And is that the song we're going to hear right now? Yeah. It is. And, it's, um, yeah. you know, obviously TD and me, Mac Rebenak, Dr. John is on B3. Awesome. Mitchell Player on bass, O.C. Davis on drums, Alonzo Bowens on uh, saxophone, tenor sax. Yeah. So it's an all-star band. Is oh, what yeah. You're saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's take a listen to it right now without further ado. Here it is. Oh, New Orleans, here I come. Trisha, yeah, this uh, is the public. This is the debut of this song. The, pu- yeah. world, the world premiere. Debut, world premiere. Right That's here. right. Yeah. Only on WWOZ FM New Orleans. and the bootleg operation right here on WWOZ. And uh, we are lucky enough to sit here with Trisha Boutte and Paul Lonstras right here. And say hello again. Let the people know that you're in here. (laughs) So uh, that CD, is we actually made our world premiere, radio premiere today. How exciting is that? It's wonderful. It was uh, terrifying. I was hoping the CD was going to play. (laughs) (laughs) you're always wondering weird things happen it sounded good it sounded good weird stuff happens I can see it or I can hear it being played on OZ over and over again that's right so um, in addition to you coming here to the States in fact let's talk about your French Quarter gig tomorrow yes tomorrow we play at the Louis Louis Pavilion at 430 uh, with me and the bootleg operation and let's who's, who all's in the bootleg operation? Generally, it's it's the two of us and 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 people that we call to come. That's why it's called actually. <laughs> That's honestly, why it right. became the because bootleg I, operation. Because one day I asked him, we were putting a set together, you know, because he's got his his task is always I'm coming into town and he's like, okay, I got to get musicians together to work with you. Right. So I was like, okay, what bootleg operation are you putting together this time? <laughs> and that's how it came up. So yeah. it, it, it's consisted of a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. We've worked with, uh, as far as drummers, we've worked with Gerald French. O.C., Gerald, OC, Simon Lott. Simon Lott on bass. We've worked with Peter Harris, Jesse Boyd. Mitchell Player. Mitchell Player. And the horns. It really, what, ha- what it comes down to is because we have a couple of gigs booked, it's like who can make all the gigs Right. Yeah, but it's generally like the same folk that we that we work with. Yeah. So tomorrow, but pro- probably not again for this festival season. Tomorrow, the band will consist of Peter Harris on bass, okay. Simon Lott on drums, yep. and we coaxed Aaron Fletcher down out of the Ritz with Jeremy to come right. and play saxophone. Very nice. Yeah. Very Aaron nice. has yet to play with us, and uh, yeah, this won't get a rehearsal. So <laughs> That's right. good luck, Aaron. Oh, yeah. we oh get your rest tonight. We're professionals. <laughs> That's, right. That's what we do. So, Paul, you go over to Norway pretty often. I mean, do you I have do. similar experiences over there? Where uh... Uh, the experiences, you know, no, they're 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 very different because it's so different there. Mm-hmm. But you meet the musicians. Um, I've made some great friends over there. We, we're, they're going to come here for Jazz Fest and perform with us. Great. Um, it is very interesting to see T in this other environment. Yeah, what's that like? Um, it depends. You know, if it's winter time, mm-hmm. and we have to walk <laughs> through the snow. It's quite entertaining because she she doesn't like to walk fast. She complains every she step complains of the way, every, right? And if you make her walk too far, she might just flop down in the middle of the snowbank and just lay and there. Give up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard that freezing to death is really not that bad. Well, I would rather not find out. I heard you get sleepy and then you just kind of fade away. <laughs> well, that could be. But I know you keep yourself busy. You're an avid Saints fan, and anybody who's friends with you on Facebook knows that. You have to watch Saints games at like what four two thirty in the morning. Two thirty in the morning is when it starts. Yes. That's right. And uh, you get kind of loud when the Saints win. Yeah, I'm I'm so lucky that I'm still actually married. My husband has a lot <laughs> to put up with in in so many ways, and the Saints games just kind of adds to it. But he just finds it terribly entertaining, and on the 
nights when it's at two thirty in the morning, he just puts in earplugs and goes upstairs into that's the bedroom. Because right, you could be screaming at the very end of that game, and that's what like five thirty in the morning. Yes, yeah, yeah, a little early for yelling and screaming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, what kind of gigs do you guys do over there in Norway? How are, how is New Orleans music received um, oh, over there? Quite well. Yeah. Yeah. No, like a lot of other places, um, Japan and South American countries, they love New Orleans music. Mm-hmm. They're very, uh, you know, the traditional stuff has a following. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that you know the newer music, Troy Shorty's coming up with newer stuff right. that's catching the ears of these younger people. So, so yeah, New Orleans. Music. Yeah, and they and the brass bands are hugely popular. That's you know, right. yeah, they're hugely popular there because there's a there's a uh, a big tradition in, in every community in Norway. There's a local, you know, brass ensemble. Very cool. And so these young people see, you know a whole different type of music being done with brass instruments, and mm-hmm. they absolutely love it. I bet they do. Although there, are, there is no more room in the country for New Orleans piano players. <laughs> There's, they've hit the moratorium on New Orleans piano players, so McDermott, right. yeah. Tork, stay out of Norway, man. Stay out of Norway. That's right. Paul's got you covered. Yeah, but, you know, and it's very Paxton, cool. Paxton, I hear you, Josh. <laughs> It's very cool, though, because, you know, we do with with a trumpet player that I work with over there a lot, uh, Cora Niemark. Uh, me, him, and Paul, we go around and we do things called Rick's Concerts, which is a program that's paid for by the government. Very to nice. Go, it, yeah. By yeah. the Norwegian government. Yeah, the Norwegian right. government. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to be clear, yeah. they feel like it's important. To, uh, these cultural exchanges are important for their students. So every year, each public school is, is afforded uh, four professional concerts. Wow. There, there's a music concert, a drama concert. Uh, the, there's theater, music, uh, dance, and also visual art oh, very that nice. comes to their school. And we have a, a program called Ecole Creole mm-hmm. that Paul and I created. And we, the me, him, and, and, and Cora, we go around to schools and we teach kids from kindergarten to the seventh grade about Creole and Cajun culture through music. Very nice. We tell them yes. stories and make them say words in Creole and Cajun French, and we make them dance and be silly, and they learn about... They learn to swing their butt. Yeah. Their palm court strut. Yeah. So um, what's the first thing you teach them to say in Creole? Uh, we teach them about nanan and paran and oh, cousin, sure. and, and the kids <laughs> love, they yell it out and, and, and sing along, and it's... So and because cool. Titi snockers some Norse, she'll do the... Snockers some She'll Norse. tell them... Uh, <laughs> The words in Nor- or Norwegian. Norwegian, and then teach them. Yeah. Teach so, what's Paran in Norwegian? Paran is Gudfar. Gudfar, like yeah, Godfather. Godfather. Yeah, mm-hmm. very nice. And Gudmur is Godmother. And, and what yeah. age children are you teaching? Is it young kids, high school kids? Oh no, no, it's not. It's but it's it's from kindergarten. Yeah, it's it's little kids from they start at uh, five years old up until twelve years old. Okay. Yeah. 12 and 13 are the oldest ones. Nice. So we have some, like, little teeny, teeny, tiny people, so we make it also very visual. I, you know, dance around excellent, oh, I'm, like I'm, I do. I'm sure that you are making a big impression on them, and I'm, I'm sure I speak for a lot of us when I say thank you for being a Goodwill Ambassador, both of you, uh, for New Orleans abroad. That's it's really important honor and to pleasure. us. Yeah. That's right. Well, um, if you're just joining us, you're in tune to radio station WWOZ, FM New Orleans. This is your girl Nita on the Thursday New Orleans Music Show. And we have been sitting here with Trisha Boutte and Paul Lonstruth. And they have a new CD, which we are world premiering today. We already heard the title track. And we're going to hear another song. Um, Tell me what that one's called again. 
This is Dreamland, right? Yeah, this is this is Dreamland. I pulled this one out from back in my, my Cool Rhythms and Sister Titi days. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Days. It's a song that's written by Bunny Whaler, and, and Paul put a New Orleans feel to it. I love when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> and, it ha- and, it's, and it's so easy to make that happen, you know? So we have... Uh, uh, Dr. John is also playing some B3 on that one. All right. How did you guys come to work with Dr. John? I mean, well, I thought that you were the only uh, key player allowed in uh, Norway. So. In Norway. In yeah. Norway. But we did this here. Okay. Yeah. So we Max okay. <laughs> Max yeah, okay. You know, for, since, you know I've been, I've been friend, my, my family has been friends with Max since the beginning of time. You yes. know, Lillian's same back, you know, background form. Uh, her and Sharon Nabon back in the days of, you know, Night Tripper and things, really insane background for him. So I've been around him since I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. And I was was back in Norway at the time, and Paul was like, it would be really cool if we could get Max to play on something. So Lillette called and said, Trisha wants to know if you'll be interested in playing. It's like, yeah, just tell us somebody to come and pick me up and bring me over to the studio. And so Paul went and got him. Yeah. Thanks for listening to our WWOZ podcast. Bringing the voices of New Orleans to the world.